0: Hey fans, the NBA playoffs second round is in full swing. We can get to watching this game to game. We can get betting this game to game because this is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Big bank, take little bank. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free to play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot up to $10,000 in total prizes. That's right. ten grand, 10000 10- thousand dollars in total prizes up for grabs each day the best part is it's free to play DraftKings free to play pools are easy to enter just download the DraftKings app go to pools and choose from a wide variety of free contests for opportunity to win cash prizes all you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is gonna happen during that game and then you know watch the game track your results cheer along brag to your friends that you're getting things right the questions are ranged from like which team's going to hit the most threes to who's going to score first, who's going to win the game. And you always going to win with DraftKings because it's safe, secure, and reliable. So you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use the pr- promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the NBA playoffs. Head to DraftKings pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN. For a limited time, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Hey, New Orleans Pelicans fans, welcome back to the Protecting Nest podcast with the unfiltered dunks coming from your man Dodson. Writing over at Forbes, covering New Orleans Pelicans, the Saints, a few other things around New Orleans. I mean, even Coach Rory, Coach Dumas, what they've been doing. Uh, even the Nola Gold, trying to do what I can to, to keep the city on there. And also covering the rest of the NBA, talking about music, movies, hoops, over it. You guessed it, movies, movies, and hoops.com. Today, we're going to talk about these Brandon Ingram rumors. Uh, some of it needs to calm down, some of it yeah, it, it's, it's legitimate in that it could happen, but it's also unlikely in that it will happen. The focus on the offseason free agent and trade market, it's like they intensify as more teams are eliminated from the playoffs. Idle hands, idle minds. They start getting imaginative with them trade uh, machines and doing what they can to, to, to move draft picks around. and it's, Some of it's just too much. It's too much. It's way too early for one. We don't know how the rest of the playoffs are going to shake out. And, yeah, the Pelicans have been active, very active the last few off-seasons. And the all-star names in the headlines, Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, they were expected more than they were surprising. But that dynamic has changed this year because, I mean, look, it's the most crucial and career defining off-season for David Griffin and his front office. I've said it before. I wrote on it. This is really going to define his career. But the dynamics changed in that, I don't think anybody expected Brandon Ingram to be in trade rumors a year after signing a four-year, $158 million contract. Like, they, he's got four years left. There's has got another year with Zion, and he's going to sign his contract. And that's going to be the future of this team for years to come. That, that was seemingly set in stone. That pairing of Ingram and Zion Williamson was seemingly set in stone. However, smoke-filled back rooms at a rumor mill – they starting to puff out Ingram's name again like they 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 on some mid-grade. So despite that silly season smoke, there does not seem to be a fire inside the Smoothie King Center locker room. All this, I mean, look, this young core has plans to train together through the offseason. Ingram and Williamson, if y'all don't realize this, they're going to be in Vegas. Unless they opt out, they're going to be in Vegas training with Team USA. Maybe Ingram won't be on the first team getting first run, but he'll still be in the gym learning how to be one of the top 25 players in the league. Because, look, he's already 24th and scoring. Eventually, Team USA is going to need him. So why not have him in? I fully expect those two will be playing together a lot this summer. Then you got the Summer League in Vegas. They say Jackson Hayes is going to play out there for a few games to keep his development. This young core has plans to train together. They have plans to win together coming up. So, like, the speculation about midseason trade rumors shaking some faith, eh, point that at Lonzo, who may not be here. The clashes with the coaching staff. All that's been overblown. Yeah, the coaching staff might have asked somebody to turn down the music. And that's just a, a, a learning experience for, say, if that did happen with, say, Stan Van Gundy. We don't know who asked what. We, we, none of us were in the building at the time of any of this clashing with the coaching staff because i never seen it. I don't think any other reporters have reported on it. And, and trust me, that, that would be a great story to have. So the fact that it's not out there from someone even more reputable than myself tells me a lot. Uh, and that goes along with what I've heard in the building. Uh, that's just a, you know, personalities clash. You learn about each other. You learn how to go about it. And the coaching staff can learn. You got offices. That's his office. You don't come into his office and, and and play with his radio. Go to rush hour. It don't matter who you are. You don't mess with a black man radio. Even if he does know how to speak Spanish by the end of the third or second movie, whatever. Anyway... Look, Ingram explained his relationship with Van Gundy. It wasn't the same as Alvin Gentry. It wasn't, it wasn't the same as Coach K. All these coaches are different. It couldn't have been the same. Their playing styles were as different as their coaching personalities. Look, Ingram said of Van Gundy it was his first year together. Different coaching style than he was used to seeing. Uh, he was able to learn a lot of things from this year and learn what he was all about. And it, what he's all about is winning. He's talking about staying Van Gundy again he had different messages than everybody else and Ingram went into how Van Gundy's way more detailed than any other coach he's ever had and I think I think that's one of the only ways Ingram gets traded is if he decides he, he he's not interested in that attention to detail and I do not think that's the kind of personality and character of a competitor he is despite the stoic laid-back type of guy we see in in his social media posts in his Press conferences and is just you know you're not going to get that man worked up over something that don't matter and most of these questions and, and some of the stuff it just don't matter. And Ingram said he even said trying to get all of his information and in made him a better team. The communication was going to be really good for the team next year because COVID they didn't have practice time they didn't have meeting time and the fact that this team just throw more out of, Van Gundy's philosophy throw more at them than they can handle especially this year and if we fall short so be it. Uh, it's better to have a top four lottery pick, possibly, than to make the play in and play a game or two, or or get swept in the first round. Uh, This team wasn't going to make that much noise in the playoffs as constructed, so why not do what's better for the team this year going forward? So Griffin has all the leverage if he did decide to entertain an offer for Ingram for for another All-Star. Again, however unlikely that scenario may be. Ali Cosell touched on this when the betting odds come out for the teams to land some of these stars the bills the cjs the dames the pelicans aren't on that list for a reason ingram's not on the table davis and Holiday were ending the near their ending the end of their nearing the end of their contracts jesus i can't talk today thinking ahead with their legacies championship aspirations in mind just a year after signing ingram to five-year 158 this front office is committed to building around like the most dynamic young duo and possibly the most dynamic backcourt in the league. I Me and Charles LaRocca, we we talked about Ingram at the two and point Zion. And I think a lot of the defensive stuff goes away once Ingram's just got that much more size on his man. And Ingram is primarily focused on improving his defense, becoming a better leader next season. He talked about it last year, but you have to learn from that. Last year he had Drew, so... He got to watch his first year coming out. You don't want to just step into it all, oh, I'm the big man. You can't do that as a as a leader. You cannot just jump in there and assume a position with more bravado or in a way that just not befitting your personality. So Ingram had to learn that. Uh I get a lot of that from listening to the Jocko Williams podcast. That that's a great thing for leadership and learning on how to deal with overachievers, underachievers, and, and then getting the best out of the team no matter what you got. And I think this team will get the best out of each other going forward. Ingram said he thought this year was a learning experience, figuring out how to win basketball games. They figured out how to get leads. They didn't figure out how to maintain those leads and see them out. To, but trying to stay consistent on the, on those types of games, that they, they felt what inconsistency looked, looked felt. They, they know it hurts to get that much of a lead and then hop on the bus with a loss. So they had to take that. The core of this team could be consistently good to great, but they still got to make several roster upgrades to contend for just to contend for a playoff spot next season. And they're trying to solidify the lineups around Ingram and Williamson for years, not ship Ingram out for a more established veteran who would be on a shorter contract. They're probably not going to sign a contract extension if we did bring just one all-star in for Ingram because they don't know what William, Zion Williamson is going to do. So in that case, what I'm hearing is New Orleans would have to have everything lined up to bring in two All-Stars, not just one, if Ingram departed, again, however unlikely that may be. And at least one of those All-Stars will have to commit to at least a two- to three-year contract extension. Maybe not four, but and maybe that third one has a player option. But they're going to have to tack on some years, much in the same way that Steven Adams tapped, tapped on some years. Like, from what I'm hearing, Ingram in hand for four seasons, is better than two wishful-thinking rentals that don't fit this sustained championship culture timeline that David griffith has been charting out since the day he was hired, since the day he started thinking about coming in for an interview. And and there's good reason to see why. Ingram's offensive style fits with both Williamson's game and the team's contention timeline. Ingram had a career-high in assists, almost five. He had the same amount of points, almost 24. He Since coming to New Orleans, he's went from 60-something percent to 88 percent and being in the top 20 in in free throws among players that have shot like 150. I think Chris Paul tops that list. Lonzo shot less than 100. So there's going to be some players that maybe have a better percentage, but by volume, they're just not as valuable. And that's, again, just the offense. Getting the team in the best position as a leader starts with leading by example on the defensive end. Ingram acknowledged this, saying the goal next season is to have the mindset of trying to be a killer on the offensive and defensive end, knowing that most games he's got a mismatch on both ends and to take advantage of it. On defense, he's got to eliminate some of them letdowns. He's got to be better. He's got to use his length. But for all intents and purposes, the front office, the coaching staff, they all think he had a great year. He learned a lot. They see everything they want to do with Williamson and Ingram only getting better next season. They only got to implement a little bit of it this year. So so I just, y'all, we got to put these rumors aside unless something major happens to get two All-Stars. I don't see Ingram leaving. And and the fact of it is, with Eric Bledsoe, Lonzo Ball, Adams, we've got enough contracts on this roster to bring in CJ, Bradley Bill, Dame, Kimball Walker, if we really want to go that route, which I don't think we do. Uh, Miles Turner, Sabonis, whoever Oladipo, whoever wants to leave Indiana or Minnesota, we could, we could shine Chicago. We could sign and trade for any of those players using Lonzo and still have Adams and Bledsoe to send out in another trade. We don't have to get rid of Ingram, and we could still bring in two All-Stars depending on what kind of contract they'd sign so we don't have those Rose Rule five years sign and trade. You know, We'll get into the cap CBA later. But that that is how I feel about the Ingram stuff. That's what I'm hearing from the team. I'm going to come back later with a full breakdown. I finally got to sit down and and... and Go over the whole NBA roster for everybody that's not in the playoffs and who the Pelicans could target, how they could target them, whether they would want to target them, why they should be in trade offers or rumors, or, and why not, and why they all fall short of getting in, in, included. So, Pelicans fans, that's been a quick 15 minutes. I hope y'all enjoyed y'all's weekend. We got a lot of stuff coming up, a lot of summer ball. I seen Coach Dumas, Coach Rory, Coach Micah out at Bonable. They've all got summer programs that are just banging. They they can't chase the kids out the gym, so it's it's lovely to see. This weather's been lovely. I hope you love this minute with me. Please give us a five star review. Check us out over at the Forbes Archive for the for the latest on the Pelicans and for everything else. Head over to Music, Movies, and Hoops. Eh, might find something you like. Might find something new. Either way, thank you when you do. And don't forget the Delvin Bro book signing this weekend. Look, that'd be make a great Father's Day gift for a saints fan that just it's a great story it's a great cause it's a great man and it's a great way to get out and enjoy your weekend so until next time thanks again pelicans fans stay safe